Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, welcome to episode four of Poetry Pals. The Dean is always joined by Mireya again from the previous episode. And we're going to talk about some more Spanish poetry. Hello again. Yep. Who are we talking about this time? About Lorca. Federico Lorca. Garcia Lorca. Federico Garcia Lorca. So do you want to tell us, first of all, a little bit about Lorca and then I will read some poems? Yes, of course. So Lorca is one of the most famous poets in Spain. Maybe it's the biggest representation of the generation of the 27, in which was Miguel Hernández. So he was born in Puente Vaqueros in the 1899. That is a city in Granada, Andalucía, the south of Spain. Mm-hmm. So he was part of a family that was rich, more or less, in the city. And he was able to go to the school and study. So he hasn't lived the, the, the school really soon, or as, for example, Miguel Hernández did. After studying in Granada, his family decided to, um, that he has to go to Madrid to La Residencia de Estudiantes. That is a really important institution in, in Madrid, not only for being able uh, to show to the people different um, different sciences around uh, the world. For example, uh, Albert Einstein went several times there to teach or to do some meetings. Also, a lot of uh, intellectual people of that moment went there. Okay. So, and it's when the where the the generation of twenty seven lives, and they have this big group of friends. When he was there, he wrote his first book of poems that is called Book of Poems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is about um, trying to find how pure is the poetry and more or less following the same topics as the previous generation of, in Spain that is called the um, 98th generation or the disaster generation, in which they try to find the existential thing in life, just what's life, what we are going, what are we doing here? And as they want to try to find the pure in the poetry, he's more focused on the style than the story they want to tell us. And in the case of um, Lorca, he talks about the time and the change between being a a teenager and being an adult. Mm -hmm. 
also about the life in Andalusia in his home and how he, he missed the, his childhood there. Is there in, in this book we can find this one called uh, Aire Nocturno that you told me you like? Yeah, it was my favorite. The Aire de Nocturno, Nocturnal Air, was my favorite from the book of poems. So I will read that one now. I'm petrified by dead leaves, by meadows full of dew. I'll sleep. If you don't wake me, I'll leave beside you my cold heart. So he's got me already. What's that sound so far away? Love, the wind on the panes, my love. Round your neck I place the gems of dawn. Why do you desert me on this road? If you go off so far, my bird sobs and the green vineyard won't give its wine. What's that sound so far away? Love, the wind on the panes, my love. You'll never know how much I'd have loved you, snow sphinx, in those dawns when it rains so hard and the nest comes apart on the dry branch. What's that sound so far away? Love, the wind on the pens, my love. There we go, nocturnal air. <laughs> How beautiful sounds in your, in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, although he started to write poems really late, because he was 23 when he... So old, poems. right? I mean, it's not old, but <laughs> for that moment, it's old. Yeah. <laughs> Once he starts, he never stops. So between 1921 and 1924, in three years, he writes three books of poems. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. <laughs> yes. He writes sweets, songs, and Poema del Cante Hondo. In this case, he wants to change, like avoid uh, trying to find this pure in the poetry mm -hmm. and be more focused on the popular rhythms. And instead of having like a poem, we have more like a song. Did you realize that when you are reading, yeah. at least in Spanish, it's like a song? So, for some I point, think the Poems de Cante Hondo are my favorite from all of his work. I think he really hit his peak in that middle period. I'm into the gypsy ballad. <laughs> so I don't know if you know about it, but there's a lot of um, songs uh, that become from a poet of, of a poem of um, Lorca. For example, Hijo de la Luna, that is a really famous song from uh, Mecano. Mecano, sí. It's part of a poem of Right. Um, I didn't know that. It's, I think it's the first poem of Gypsy Ballad. Okay. But anyway, he here tries to use, uh, I mean, he's part of Andalusia. So the culture and the popular things he knows is about Andalusia. And in Andalusia, there's a big community of gypsy people. So he talks about gypsy people and uses a lot of symbols that represent them. He's not talking about the gypsy people as they were in that moment in society, so like a kind of mystical. So, for example, he used a lot like the guitar and the dagger and the Catholic uh, religion as symbols of the gypsy community. Mm -hmm. And I think he has some poems talking about 
a guitar, a guitar dagger. and the dagger, the the two that I chose. And this was great because when I read the early poems, he, he mentions too many times spiders. And I don't like spiders. But now in the middle poems, he's talking a lot about the dagger. And I like that imagery. I prefer the dagger than the spiders. Let's read La Guitarra, the guitar, page 49 in my book. So, the guitar begins to sob. Dawn's drinking cups smash. The guitar begins to sob. You can't make it stop. Impossible to silence it. A monotone of sobs like water, like wind over snow. Impossible to silence it. It sobs for distant things, hot southern sands, imploring white camellias. It sobs for aimless arrow, evening without morning, and the first dead bird on the branch. Oh, guitar, heart deep wounded by five swords. The last line sold it to me more than anything. Heart deep wounded by five swords. So romantic. And the dagger? And the dagger? It's coming now. Punyal, the dagger. This one starts good already. The dagger enters the heart like a plow in dry soil. No, don't trust it in me. No. The dagger, like a ray of sun, sets fire to awful depths. No, don't thrust it in me. No. Short, but beautifully stated. Yes. Yes. So even in these symbols, the guitar and the dagger, he is talking about the, the religion, about the Catholic. So it's like a symbolism of the seven pains of the Virgin Mary. And after this beautiful book, he has another book that is the main book of his his all his poetry that is gypsy ballads in english are you sure it's the main book or it's just your favorite book no it's the main book, <laughs> the main book. i mean it's the main <laughs> okay after this book he mm, he don't write too much mm, poetry just it's the best thing he can he was three years only for this um book so Okay. I think he put a lot of effort. And about this book is oh, again using the Gypsy community as the main characters, but in a mystical way, and talking about two topics, love and death, heroes and thanatos. That is, for example, the case of um, Muerto de Amor. Mm-hmm. Death from love. Yes, in which he talks about how a boy is dying because his lover is getting married with another guy. That is the topic. I'm going to read that one. It's a little bit longer than the previous ones. So let's go. What is that gleaming on the high galleries? My son closed the door. Eleven has just struck. Four unwelcome lamps shine in my eyes. The people there must be scouring copperware. Garlic of dying silver, the waning moon places, heads of yellow hair on the yellow towers. Trembling night knocks on the glass of the balconies, pursued by the thousand dogs that don't know her, and the smell of wine and amber comes from the galleries. Wet reed breezes, murmur of old voices, echoed through the round arch of midnight. Oxen and roses were sleeping. Only four lights clamoured in the galleries, raging like St. George. 
sad women of the valley took down the blood of man still as a cut flower and bitter as a youth as as a young thigh old women of the river wept at the foot of the mountain an impassable minute of hair and names facades of lime made the night white and square seraphs and gypsies played accordions mother when i die let the gentlemen know send azure telegrams from south to north seven shouts seven bloods seven double poppies smashed opaque moons in the darkened rooms full of cut hands and coronets of flowers the sea of odes echoed who knows where and the sky slammed its door on the wooden noise of the wood while lights clamoured in the high galleries dead from love so after this book three years of his life he focused more on the theater you know he wrote he wrote some plays uh, but i think they're even better than the the poems so you should read them i'll try them i'll try them <laughs> but he never stopped um, writing poems for example um he travels to america first to latin america because because he presents there a play in argentina and then to New York, in which city he wrote um, Poeta in Nueva York, Poet in New York, mm-hmm. and talk about the capitalism and how it affects to the people's life. After that, um, coming back to Spain, um, as we talk with Miguel Hernández, we have the Second Republic that changed a lot the life of the people in Spain. He was part of the um, teaching missions, missiones pedagógicas, with his theater group called La Barraca, and he travels around all Spain, um, showing different plays, maybe like um, classic plays or easier to the people to encourage them to read and to learn and be more be smarter. Okay. Um, we don't. We're not going to talk about the the place because we could spend hours talking about them. So, one of the other books that is important in his life is Sonetos del Amor Oscuro, in which he talks about love and how painful it is for him because he was gay. And even he was openly gay, so he hasn't any problem with that. Um, how to explain? There were some problems in the gay community that he rejected. And he had some kind of things with his lovers. For example, with Dali, that was one of his lovers. Dali was a little bit special. <laughs> That's Salvador Dali, right? Yes. Don't I don't know if you know about... Um, Dali's life. Not a lot, to be honest. His, his pictures, because he has one that's called El Gran Masturbador. So for Dali, the sexuality was so important and maybe not in the same way as it was for for Lorca. And that mm. was a problem for Lorca. And all this book is talking about this kind of love and the painful of it. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to read one from that or not? We didn't know if we have time, but I think we have time. I could read one. Yeah, so. 
Night of sleepless love, noche de amor insomne. The night above, we two, full moon, I started to weep, you laughed. Your scorn was a god, my laments, moments, and doves in a chain. The night below, we two, crystal of pain, you wept over great distances, my ache was a clutch of agonies over your sickly heart of sand. Dawn married us on the spot, our mouths to the frozen spite of unstaunched blood. The sun came through the shuttered balcony, and the coral of life opened its branches over my shrouded heart. There we are. Next time you have to read them in Spanish. <laughs> oh, I have them here in Spanish, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> so we don't have too much um, uh, poetry um, apart of this from Lorca, even there's a lot. Um, because he was killed during the Spanish Civil War. Uh, he was one of the first people being killed in August of the 36, and the war started in July of the 36. Um, his death, maybe, is what um, one of the biggest moments during the Spanish Civil War, because a lot of people from both sides of the war, like the poems and the plays of Lorca and the project, obviously, that he was killed from the mm. national side. And that's so. Now he's a, one of the biggest um, poets of Spain. Um, yeah, I'll be honest. Obviously, I heard of Lorca. Um, before I talked with you, I didn't hear about uh, Miguel Hernandez. So I think Lorca is really famous. You can even get him on the bookmark. My Vuelva es Lorca from the reread. That's the, the most famous thing about Lorca, right? No. But given that he's so popular, so famous and so good, um, why do you not like him as much as Hernandez? I'm just curious. Mm, maybe because Miguel Hernandez, you know, is considered the poet of the people. Mm -hmm. You know that I love social topics. I prefer them than the love and death ones. That's why so, I prefer Lorca, right? <laughs> that's why I prefer Miguel because he talks more about social problems. Even um, Lorca also do it. So Poet in New York is about about the social problems. Mm -hmm. and yeah, and you notice I didn't choose any of those. <laughs> and the place maybe talks more about it. So maybe I prefer the place of, okay. of Lorca. Do you want me to try one in Spanish real quick before we go? I will take the easiest one, the dagger. <laughs> el puñal entra en el corazón como la reja del arado en el yermo. No, no me lo claves. No. El, el puñal como un rayo de sol incendia las terribles hondonadas. No, no me lo claves. No. Very easy. <laughs> I'm not going to try the longer one. So beautiful. More than in, in English. <laughs> it's maybe it's better in Spanish, yeah. But thank you very much. That was Federico Garcia Lorca and some poems. So if anyone wants to check him out, they could do that. I have this lovely little selected poems book, and I'm sure you can this one is perfect because it's in Spanish and English as well, but I'm sure you could get one from anywhere. So, so thank you. Too. Have a poetic day. 
check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.